Hey Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And we're here to reveal that our first five-timer club member, Lucas Scheffel. Sit down. There hey. <laughs> Mr. Five Timer, you got a special T-shirt. We didn't. We could get you a gold jacket. <laughs> wow, that would have been. Yeah, it would have been, been exciting. Yeah, it would have been I, I was. I was curious when you guys were sending me this T-shirt. I didn't know what it was, and you were very elusive and cryptic about it. So tried to be. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you like it? I mean, we we took your. Design. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Trevor designed that. So. Oh, cool! Awesome! Well done. I I feel very privileged to um to be a part of the Five Five Timers Club, and I. Don't, I can't recall being on here five times and I can't remember what we actually talked about, but you know. This is your that's, fifth that's time. Cool. Yeah. It's my fifth time. That's yeah, we've, we've talked mostly about you, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> and your life and what you're doing, and we just sit here. And... Well, I'm, I'm yet to start up my own show, so if I, I, I do, see. Yeah. you guys will be the first. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've heard that many times. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So what is uh, so you you've told us before the show that you've stopped your your traveling? Yeah, yeah. You were we've uh, for a, yeah. We've stopped for a little bit. We're sort of three hours out of Brisbane. Um, settled, not quite settled down, but we sort of went into a rental um, just to work on. To originally it was to work on some bigger projects that we had sort of on the sidelines that we kind of felt like we needed a bit more mental and physical space to sort of deal with, um, and then we did. So we've done that, and yeah, it's and plus uh, my caravan has been leaking a little bit here and there. So especially with a lot of rain that we had previously, oh. um, yeah, I kind of get it under cover, and I've I've got to go in there and work on it, and so I can fix the leaks. But, oh. You know, I had a look at it the other day; it was fine. It's all good. So it's not. Well, it's not mildewy. That's, that's, no, that's no, the, that's we, the worst thing. Is mildew. No mold and mildew yeah. or anything like that. Okay. So that's the main. Yeah, that's sort of what we're doing at the moment. So one of the one of your projects is a Kickstarter. Yes, yes. So come next Friday on the eleventh of November, I'm launching a sort of impromptu Kickstarter. I thought I wanted to see the year out and launch a book. Um, yeah, before the year is out, because every year up until this year, I have launched a book. So. I'm going to be launching a collection of um, sort of dad jokes, funny, funny <laughs> sort of um, jokes, um, with Fred and Gary, uh, so Angry Fred and Gary Gorilla. And some of you might have noticed on our Instagram um, page, Angry Fred Comics Instagram page, over time I've been showing these um, um, sort of antics between Fred and Gary. They just talk to one another and like either knock knock jokes or like really really bad dad jokes. And they're just up there to um, obviously entertain everyone. But I thought I've got a bunch of them, so why not create a compilation of the, you know, the favourite ones and the, the ones that have been most liked. So next, um, yeah, next Friday I'm launching this book here, it's called Fred and Gary, uh, Volume One, and so it's going to be a 64-page comic book, uh, following the antics and um, you know, a random ant antics of um, Angry Fred and Gary the Gorilla through. Through the um Instagram um yeah comics and yeah there's some cool fun like um, behind the scenes content in here uh -huh. as well that you know people can sort of read and get to know how I created the characters and some of the artists that I work with to get uh -huh. there. But there's even some sketches that I did myself um, 
Okay, we'll trust yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last time. But um, yeah, that's this is like a proof of the book that I got done up. So um, yeah, there's going to be some cool rewards connected to it. Like? Um, so we're going to have... There's actually something I haven't done before is I'm going to create a very special reward where I'm going to do an A3 page um, sketch and I'm going to draw it myself and it's going to be of um, Fred and Gary sort of fighting in kind of like a King Kong-esque Godzilla type scenario. So two of them together? A couple, yeah, okay. over a couple of you know, skyscrapers and stuff, a lot of mayhem and helicopters and UFOs flying in the sky. So I'm going to be drawing that and giving that, a, well, not giving it away, but, you know, getting people to pledge and they can buy that one one-off, one-of-a-kind piece of artwork. But yeah, there's some bundles with books and T-shirts and um, some little kind of Lego style figurines. Oh, you saw those? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was so, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what's happening with that. So yeah, I've got got ten followers so far on the the pre-launch page for Kickstarter. We're so one of them. So. so yeah, I know you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mm. yeah you are. That's great. True to our word. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, and then you're also working on a separate project of just Gary the Gorilla as a spinoff. Yes. So I've had a lot of messages from people and you know, ask and falling in love with the Gary Gorilla character from the Angry Squad. So um, I've decided I went out. I went out and wrote a twenty-page, twenty-eight-page comic book um, that just follows him on um, a series on his own, like a solo series. Mm -hmm. So um, just been going through the. I've got. I've got a final draft of obviously of the script ready and I've been working with a bunch of artists just trying to test a few people out to see if I can get um, a certain style that I was after and I'm pretty sure as of yesterday I locked off an artist to work with who I'll probably be announcing in some of my email and Instagram updates you know next week but um, yeah looking looking forward to that it's um yeah, it's been it's been fun writing sort of like a solo series and structuring it a little bit more than say the Angry Squad. Um, I feel like with the Angry Squad, I use that as my my playground or your sandbox, if uh, you call it that, and you know just to try things out and play around with story and characters and stuff. But this one, I've tried to create something that's a bit more structured, just be twenty eight pages, limit limit to, to that, and then I'll do four issues that will follow some sort of arc as well. So. Um, yeah, so maybe there might be some Angry Squad characters that pop up here and there, but we'll see. Okay. Oh, so you get feedback from people. That must be weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, we do this ours in a vacuum, but um, <laughs> put it out there and fuck it. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, so you and you're you've recently also started printing through Artith Merrick. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I launched um, Angry Squad One on there just um, a while ago. Um, it was really cool. It was up against your um, comic book as well. Yeah, when right. Popped yeah. Up. So, That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think anyone's bought anything. There yeah. Just yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked today, but yeah, yeah it's, um, yeah. it's, definitely, it's this, definitely up there. They'll send you money once a month if you get something. Oh, all right. Okay. I, I, I believe I haven't gotten one yeah. in quite a while. <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm just happy for the exposure and it's just another avenue for it to sort of be on and other people to find it. So. And you're also printing through Kindle? Ah, uh, yeah. So Amazon KDP, I decided to sort of venture into that and get another um, another avenue there for that too. So Angry Squad 1 and 2 is available on, on there too. So 
but you can print it there too, right? Yeah, it's like a print-on-demand type thing. So you just upload your digital files, um, go through the arduous process of trying to get that right. It's sometimes a little bit tricky, just getting the bleed in the margins correct because obviously Amazon's algorithm and bots and human people go through and come in and go, hey, you've got this image or text outside this bleed. Oh. So a bit of back and forth there, but once you get it up, it's fine. And then, um, yeah, someone buys it on there they just print it in whatever country um, the person's buying it from. So whether it's the US, UK, Australia. We're, we're digital there on Kindle. Sorry? We're, we have ours are up there on ah, Kindle as digital. Digital, yeah. Digital, yeah, yeah. I haven't, haven't got them set up as that. That's the next oh. step. Because um, you, when you do the digital, you can have it also print available. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But That's we haven't correct. done that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, Still looking at that. I don't like the their little software that where you have to build the thing is really like you know, it's clunky. Bloop, you know, it just goes yeah. away and you know, yeah, yeah. Really, um, you think yeah, for a major outfit they could have it be a little you know smoother? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I think I think in the years to come, like maybe they'll, they'll um, <laughs> improve it. Hopefully, they've know, had it like this for a couple of years, so I don't know <laughs> if they're going to improve it. Maybe, maybe. They, you know, they got to go into space and all that kind of stuff. Well. Yeah, well, yeah, they're going to send him into space <laughs> and that, that interesting-looking rocket. Uh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> phallic symbols in the space. It's phallic, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, what is the... Uh, can you tell us anything about the Gary Gorilla stories? or Is that, um, is that a top secret? You'd have to kill ooh. us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you'll have to... Uh, yeah, I'll have to kill you and never be seen again. Um, let me see. I'm just trying to think how much I can give away and how much I can't. So Gary Gorilla's in it. Yep, yeah. Okay. Okay. He, he eats he eats pizza. Like it's his trademark thing. He likes his pizza. Um, yeah, he's a little he's a little grumpy in this one. He's a little bit angry. Uh, he's got a few issues he needs to work through. Why your characters are um, kind of angry? Why is that? They are. I don't know. Maybe, maybe deep down I'm angry. <laughs> my therapy um yeah. oh gosh what can i say well i don't want to give too much away but it's it's let's just say he he's one of these he's like a go-to guy that people ring up to deal with the supernatural entities and elements that pop up in town sure his houses and stuff like that so he he goes he goes in and um you know helps out but he's very sort of solo and gung-ho he has people around him that can help him but he just decides to push them away and go goes on his own journey and when he does that he obviously finds a few things out about himself you know through these journeys through these people that he meets when he's dealing with these supernatural entities and um yeah that sort of thing but um yeah i don't want to give too much away because yeah no i understand um yeah might spoil it for people that are watching (laughs) (laughs) yeah is anybody watching the new anyway um (laughs) maybe no one's watching but yeah I do appreciate you advertising. You're going to be on it. But. I'm well. I try. I try, yeah, man. I yeah. try. You guys, you guys are really good at what you do. You're very, you're very consistent, which I admire. Um, with your good YouTube videos. Oh, and, well, we try to do one every week. Uh, yeah. I think we're. I'm not sure about the 25th of the month, since it's here. It's Black Friday. It's the day after exactly. Thanksgiving. I'm not wow. sure we're going to be able to do one. But uh, do you guys, do you guys obviously celebrate that quite big like Thanksgiving into into that weekend that uh, yeah well we usually well last couple of years we've been staying home but we're actually going out this yep. uh, going to see her, my wife's family 
-hmm. and Thanksgiving. Okay. And so we have to drive up three or four hours or five or six hours oh, okay. away. And nice. I don't think they're going to want us to set up this, you know, green screen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, you know, yeah, I'm involved in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we don't we don't celebrate Thanksgiving here, so it's, um, yeah, well, it's yeah. It, because it's yeah. it's pilgrims. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. landing here. Yeah, I can see that. Why wouldn't be in Australia? I, uh, <laughs> I, I I think Canada has a Thanksgiving. But do but it's, it's like not. not the same time as ours. No, no, it's and, different. Different. Time yeah, and I was like, why do they have Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. But it, it's, I think it was uh, codified into law by Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so you, the tur the turkey is a thing you have to have on like the day. Uh, you don't have to. But traditionally, yeah. it's a traditional thing. Some people have ham. Some people have roast. Some people have right. you know tacos and enchiladas because that's you know what, I mean. It's, there's no set thing you have to have. Right. It's more of a guideline than a rule. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea if the pilgrims actually ate it or not. We just you know, go ahead like it is. Go. I was a little surprised you guys have and. It's just me being stupid. You have Halloween down there, right? For some reason. Oh, no, so. well, this is the thing. No, this is this is interesting, right? So Halloween, when I was growing up, was not a thing at all. Didn't exist. And like, anytime it was advertised in a, from America on the TV, in the news and stuff, you know, Snickers a lot of Australians would be like, "What is going on there? What's <laughs> it's not traditional, you know? You know, it's blasphemy and all this sort of stuff." And it's, I guess there's a religious element here. There's very people that are very, you know, connected to that and. That's cool, whatever. Um, but um, yeah, over probably as that generation, my generation has obviously got older and they've had kids. Um, you know, it's a cool thing now. So there's a lot of um, parents that take their kids out and do Halloween. And when you go to the stores, like our big stores here, I guess like our version of Walmart's over here, mm -hmm. you walk in and there's pumpkin heads and there's skeletons that you press and they make sounds and huh. you know you can decorate your whole house up if you want to yeah some people do I, I yeah some I, people yeah. it's their christmas is halloween you know they are yeah yeah i i um, i personally don't but you don't do it okay i we well, we usually do like Just this year we didn't do we usually do jack-o-lanterns but yeah, yeah. now see oh, okay. also it's kind of the harvest time here Right. That's why there's a lot that of pumpkins. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah but do you guys have total sense? It's not harvest in they, Australia. They import the pumpkins over. Yeah. Really? I was in, this, I was in this, the grocery store and like I was like, oh wow, I could buy a big pumpkin to make a jack o' lantern. And I did a mini one. I just bought a mini one with my son. Uh -huh. I just gave it a go and just just to experience it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, on Mon Monday when Halloween was on, um, we there's a where we're living at the moment. There's this specific specific set of streets that. So it did up their houses, you know, the decorations and, you know, tombstones out the front, skeletons and all that. And we took took my son Phoenix and his cousin around and they dressed up as Mario and Luigi. And um, there was a, they got like a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people like, oh, Mario and Luigi. And, like, you know, it's pretty cool. But yeah. they had a lot of a lot of adults and kids were just dressed up. And there was a guy on a Harley Davidson who was dressed up as a ghost rider. Oh, okay. Skull, wow. And he had cellophane like as flames on his yeah, head. Yeah, wow. And, it's driving up and down the street. If you're an adult, it's it was... called cosplay. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> Dress ups. <laughs> but um, it was interesting because going back to like the Halloween, like you saying, you didn't think Australia had Halloween. It was interesting seeing these houses all done up and then scattered in between these houses were, were some grumpy old people who had big signs up in front of their houses saying, oh, we 
no Halloween here. We don't celebrate this. You know, no trick or treating. So heathen holiday. Quite, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Almost. It was. Um, yeah. It was very, very interesting dynamic when I was like, oh, this is. Some people haven't aren't as accepting of it just yet. But, some people. Yeah, well, okay, well, how did it get introduced in Australia? I mean, it's. I mean, is it because is American culture so prevalent that it just pushed it its way in, or yeah. what? I mean, so, I think so. Yeah, and I guess like you know the the stores here. Are, trying to you know cash in and make money you know marketing and stuff like that so i guess you know it sort of trickles down the line but american culture is a big thing here like in obviously um you know commercial tv you know we play your movies we play your tv shows like there's a lot of that um yeah. going on and you know we watch netflix you know there's, there's a lot of that so you know in the cinemas you know yeah, American, yeah. the u.s yeah. movies you know pretty rare <laughs> to find an australian film in a in an australian cinema these days if you don't go looking for it but yeah Hmm. Yeah, well no i mean they they used to be there was a was it the 80s or 90s there was a lot of australian films coming out was that all the um like the osploitation films that they they made back here is that um i don't i remember remember there's one i was shown called don's party which was kind of oh yeah sexual kind of thing yeah based on a theater production Yeah. yeah made by a famous what's the guy's name David Williamson, I think, is the playwright. Yeah. And then you have Baz Luhrmann. He's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Australia making Elvis Presley. You Elvis know, movies. Yeah, yeah in yeah. Australia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, which we have seen since we talked to you. Ah, oh, you did. Oh, yes. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I've not seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen it? No, I went and saw it. When yeah. It came out. Uh, I know. It's what you tell. Yeah. And like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's Australian. Yeah. It was made right there in Australia. You know. Apparently, yeah. It's like, oh, this is an Australian made film. And it's yeah, like, you had to import Australian COVID awards. and all that. So, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Gave people jobs. <laughs> yeah. It's funny watching that film because there's people that I know personally that were in the film. Like, um, yeah, there was a. You and Tom Hanks are close, though, right? So yeah, me and yeah. Tom, yeah, we're, we're, we're like this. We, we go way back. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm over here, and he's like, wait, yeah, yeah. over there. Um, no, it's funny because, like, in the Vegas rehearsal stuff in the '70s scenes, um, where they're in the, the international the hotel, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a guy in the background with a beard, and he was he's on the bongo drums or something or some big drum, and I'm like, oh, I think I know that guy, and I messaged him <laughs> on Instagram, and I'm like. I'm like, is that you? Are you in the Elvis movie? Are you an extra? He's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and he was showing me photos and stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's funny watching that film because there's a lot of Australian actors in there. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard for me to disengage knowing what they've done in their previous work with an Australian accent and they're putting on an American accent. Right. Um, like Elvis's dad, um, a guy played Vernon Presley, he's Richard Roxburgh. He's in a lot of Australian shows and movies and stuff it's um yeah they do make other like you know some of the star wars movies have been made in australia or parts of it yeah and stuff and it's yeah. like you know i don't or and I, I remember when uh i think it was superman was made partially mostly in in yes. london and the you'd have you'd have uh people on the street with it with you know a British accent is supposed to yes. be New York yeah. City, you know. But yeah. That was kind of. Yeah. Look that up. Confirm for myself. Uh, the Mad Max series is Australian. Yes. With yes. an American. Uh, Bill Gibson's an American. Yes. 
Technically, yeah. Well, he was yeah. born here. Yeah. And he was born here, yeah. Yeah. So an Australian. Yeah. Yeah. But the, York, yeah. Yeah. what was funny was they dubbed that into English. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why did they bother doing that? That's so bizarre. That was really funny. Well, I, I would like to see that that version. I've never come across it. I saw it once. I was like, what? Did this sounds really flat. Yeah. And, and Nicole Kidman is also an American. Yes, yes. Your biggest yeah, stars yeah. are Americans. They, they're That's American. It's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Russ, it's like Russell Crowe. We kind of claim him as an Australian, but he's actually New Zealander. So, oh, no. so uh, what, do, what do Australians think of New Zealand? I mean, they think of this list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get myself in trouble. Uh -oh. I remember, I remember when I was at for like for my work back pre-COVID, they used to fly us around to all these random countries, and we'd get together and do work retreats. And I went to, I think it was in Mexico, and I was sitting at a dinner once, and there was, an, there was a, an, a Kiwi guy, a New Zealand the guy that I was sitting at the table with, and I got on with him really, really well. Even and, though um, he was New Zealander. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because we started bringing up movie stars and stuff, and I brought up Russell Crowe, and he got really defensive. He's like, no, he's like, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you can have him. <laughs> Nobody wants Russell Crowe. This is funny. Like, there's, there's some interesting stories about Russell Crowe, but I won't speak to him about here or live. That'd be a different show. Yeah, <laughs> different show. Um, yeah, but you know, but, you know, New Zealand's got really. I haven't been there personally, but from what I've seen, it's got amazing, you know, picturesque landscapes and mountains and lakes. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings yeah. films were made there. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and Peter Jackson, what he's done, is incredible as a filmmaker. You know. Yeah, and they're, both, and they're so. using some of his technology that he developed yeah. for Get Back to Remix. When they remixed Revolver, they used that technology. Oh, that he had. really? Yeah, because they oh, could cool. separate the... It was all kind of recorded as like two-track or four-track, oh, whatever, and they were able to yeah. separate them out using this technology he developed for Get that Back. That he developed. Fantastic. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So, and they could remix it to make it actually sound better. Yeah. Which I haven't yeah. heard yet, but yes. Did you watch that... that that series of the get back like the, the, Beatles, the get back yeah. oh yeah that, that was yeah, last thanksgiving how long was it it was it like it was 20 hours or something <laughs> <laughs> it was long it was like nine hours it was nine hours, three yeah. hours or so a night uh i was glad i watched it when it was first on and i bought i of course bought the blu-ray because I'm, I'm a big beatles yeah. fan but i haven't like, oh beautiful i haven't yeah. watched it again because it's like nine hours long you know? <laughs> yeah wow no, and, no, yeah and it kind of uh the what is your perception though now what watching that knowing what they said about well, them back it, then is it any different or it's a little well I'd like it if they would release the original let it be yeah because that's called yeah. the footage there was all the footage is from that film production right. and I don't know why they're there and they're acting like oh we're all happy-go-lucky and then you break up like in a year you know like and they don't right. talk ever record again until you know the 90s when yeah. Uh, or you know whatever that was, but I mean, yeah. uh, it wasn't. I mean, they come off looking like they're having a good. They were. They drink a lot and they goof off just a yeah. ton. And oh, I was really? like, come on, get on with it. <laughs> they get to work. Yeah. And it's no wonder they got anything done. Yeah, but they like. I mean, it, it's and they had like a month. They're trying to do this album in a month, right. and uh, they do it like it's amazing how much stuff they actually got through because they did a lot of stuff that ends up on let it on uh, abbey road right they did okay. some of the first takes of that stuff and they actually worked on uh, uh all things must pass even though they, mm -hmm. they didn't they just 
they did like one take of it or something but i mean they're they they covered a whole lot of stuff and uh they and they like kind of it seems like they like crammed the, they want the actions on the album the like the last couple of days uh the, right. the the live thing they did on the rooftop and then yeah. some other recordings were like this was and they tell you this was reco- this was what's in the, in the on the album there right yeah uh, but he, yeah. he does the same thing with the uh rooftop concert that they didn't let it be and I'm like i don't really care what the people on the street think mm. and this is like this event that's going on i want to see the whole thing not cut away to so what do you think about the beatles you know up on the roof oh, blah, blah, blah. you know i don't care less about that uh, right. i wish they okay. would just and then i guess apparently they took the rooftop and did a special theatrical release of it here but i don't oh. know i which i didn't go to because of covid but i'm not sure yeah. if that was yeah. uh included all the people on the street or they cut that stuff part out i don't know right it was i guess that would be annoying because is it you saying that the the playing music and then part way through they cut to someone just talk yeah the on the street because yeah, oh, in the okay. movie they did that the original movie they did that right uh, and i'm okay. like why are you doing that don't you have footage of them actually playing the songs because that to me is more interesting than what you know, some be. shop girl 60 years ago thought or 50 yeah. two years ago it's, yeah it's not yeah. relevant yeah, yeah. True. um <laughs> but uh yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you really kind of felt like you were in the recording studio with them, right? And he did okay. some. Uh, he uh, hit a mic when so Paul and John are having this sort of talk after George. You know, George like quits the group in the middle of the thing, right? Like a couple of days <laughs> in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is and right. you know they're all buddy buddies and George quits like day two or something. Walks off. Right. And right. Uh, or day three or maybe yeah. pretty early on, and. Uh, why did he go? Did he just, he had enough? He was, it was kind of funny because they said in his diary, he's, he's like, you know, yeah. recorded in the morning, had lunch, left Beatles. Oh, and after lunch, right. he goes, I'll just see you guys casually. in the clubs. And just, yeah, walked away. And they were, it took like a week or like several days to get him back. Um, but he was sort of like going through a lot of stuff, I think, personally. And he was kind right. of feeling probably like oh, another album, they're not going to record any of my stuff. And his, he was having okay. issues, I think, at home. And it was just, right. he just needed a break, I think. Yep. Yep. but uh, Fair enough. it was just yeah. you know so but the idea that they were happy-go-lucky is like you guys broke up like in a year you know after this game you did this you weren't <laughs> really happy-go-lucky or still had some you know animosity yeah. or whatever I don't mm. know um, mm. but it's it's okay. a it's a it's a commitment to sit there for nine hours to watch it yeah I could imagine that would be you'd have to really be but it was 100% but it's, yeah and it's cool and you kind of wish they would have maybe put out the music that they did during that you know, they it's you still have the Let It Be album. That's it. They didn't like, right? Because some of these they did. Yeah, I guess they. But I don't think in the Let It Be remix they used any of the stuff necessarily from the film. You know, right. I don't know. It's right. It, yeah, there's some okay. stuff you think would be kind of cool if they had captured it or whatever. But yeah, hey, oh, okay. It's it, it's interesting, but yeah. you have to oh. really like mm. them to want to sit there yeah. for an hour. I don't. Maybe people have watched it multiple times and. All that, but mm. I, I don't have nine hours. To, you know. <laughs> it's not hours to kill. <laughs> or zip through that. Here's that fun part. <laughs> you know, zip through that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm keen to. I'm keen to check it out for sure. Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah. Um, and we watched the uh, Elvis Presley comeback. 
special. Ah, uh, yes, I did see you watch that. Yeah. yeah, that's a, I like that one. That's a good one. When he's sitting so. down recording with those guys, that's really great. Some of the other it stuff is. is a little the sit down yeah. stuff. Yeah, the other stuff is like yeah, the lot of there's a lot of gospel and sort of dancing stuff. And like, yeah, I didn't the, the burlesque type moments. Production numbers yeah. I could have done without. Yeah, but him yeah. him just wearing the wearing the raw. Yeah, wearing the leather and singing that was really good. Yeah, that's the I think for me that's like the big draw card for that where he's in the black leather and he's just jamming with his his you know his buddies is, are those the do you know if that's the people that were his backup group all along or is there just new guys or? it's it's interesting you say that because um i think so where yeah where he's sitting down all the guys are wearing the the maroon sort of suits or whatever they are um for that from what i understand steve is it steve binder the guy who um directed that show mm-hmm. He was always having issues with the with Colonel Tom Parker trying to trying to you know because Colonel Tom wanted the Christmas special type thing he wanted yeah. a Christmas song but you know Elvis and them didn't want to do a Christmas song and I think Binder one day was like watching them rehearse Elvis and his buddies rehearse in the his green room or whatever and he's like I need to capture that I need to get like cameras in there and the Colonel's like you can't take cameras in there the stuff they do in there is just keep it in there so and eventually he suede Elvis is like could you we replicate that and put it just out in, in, in the middle of an audience and stuff and they're like yeah well he's like yeah we can do it but that, he he asked to get back his original guitarist Scotty Moore uh-huh. and DJ Fontana um, one of his original drummers and I think how the story goes like they, they contacted those two guys and they said we won't do it because the, the, the colonel's there like he's the reason why he, you know, he broke us Elvis and us up you know we, we don't like him sort of thing but we'll do it for Elvis so they came in and they did it and, um, yeah that just sort of reignited some sort of passion and sort of energy I guess for yeah. the group a little bit so but yeah I think that's the only time they ever sort of came back together it's too bad um, he didn't like I mean he should have toured at that point he should have he should have straight away just got into touring and just got out there and you know but I don't know I'd it's interesting watching the movie as much as it's exaggerated the Baz Luhrmann film it's exaggerated and it's, there's a lot of creative license there's a lot yeah. of meddling and you know moulding together of different scenarios and events yeah. to, try, to try and get through it um, yeah I, I still I'm still surprised that the Colonel had such a stranglehold over Elvis and just had this complete power over him that you know was just unfounded it just it seems quite quite bizarre but um yeah one of those things but yeah 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 anyway oh, so i guess that does it for the elvis hour <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah i enjoyed i enjoyed the film like i went in very skeptical like extremely skeptical because i was like i know what basil Luhrmann's like he's he exaggerates everything and he's very showy and flashy but mm-hmm. i think it was one of those for his interpretation i think it was good um i liked the musical infusion that he put into it with modern music and like you know, the, the old influences of Elvis and sort of bringing that around it. I yeah, was there some was... scene in like the streets of Memphis and it's like rap yeah, music or rap something? Yeah, rap music in the background. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, That's yeah. a Baz Luhrmann touch. Yeah, it is definitely. But um, and I th- yeah, I just, yeah. And oh, I think yeah. some of the relationships, like I I don't I don't know as much about Elvis as you do, so I'm not, I'm not trying to, but I think like this relationship with B.B. King was kind of more of a thing for the movie as opposed to. I think to, so, yeah. 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 I mean, that'd been really know, cool if that was true. But, it would have been, yeah. I think they knew each other, but I don't know they knew each other in that sort of sense. Yeah, they'd hang yeah. out with each other and you know, yeah. talk shop and 
Yeah. In, I mean, that would have been really cool if that was true. That would be like, Ooh, wow. It would be. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But, but yeah. yeah, it's, um yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I got a kick out of it. Just to. Well, it's nice that they were kind of at least resurrecting him in a way, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the guy that played him was really good, I thought. He, he was. Good. Austin Butler did a really, really good job. Um, I thought he, there was some moments where I was like, oh man, he's, he's nailed it. Like, the 68 comeback special when that came on the screen I was like oh wow this is like this is this is full on like yeah sort of I was like oh I need to go back and look at the original and see if it you know matches up because it was pretty um, pretty close um, yeah I was really surprised we um, I bought the 68 special for my wife's birthday and it was like I couldn't find a it was like an import I couldn't find oh really yeah 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 I've got um I've got a bunch of them here. I should, you should have told me. Here, <laughs> <laughs> honey, something used from Australia. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty much perfect, you know. It's, oh, it's, it's been sitting there. So, I have a crazy Elvis collection here off camera. I don't know if I can show it. Um, Whoa, well, let's see. Turn in the camera. Know, this is going to like maybe Whoa. make. Well, there I'm getting seasick. Oh, no. I don't know if you can see shells. You can yes. see that. Yeah. Oh, you got a little <laughs> Elvis yeah, got a clock. clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that's that's that. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'll I have a little beetle shrine set up here. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> it was funny. It's funny growing up. My I was into Elvis, and one of my cousins, she's a bit younger than me, but she was fully into the Beatles, like hundred percent. Like she'd always be playing them, watching like. I think she introduced me to hard the movie Hard Day's Night and awesome movie. All, the, all those yeah, all those films. So I was like, oh, well, this is cool. It's yeah, quirky. Yeah, yeah, but I, I do have a little shrine here set up. I have. <laughs> do you? Do you? Yeah, oh, it's, cool. it's in a different room, but yeah, you have to show me. I'll, I'll take a picture cool. and show it to you. But, yeah, yeah. I was. I had a friend whose daughter was into was getting into the Beatles. And yep. I said, well, does everybody have a shrine at home? Like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's, I, a good to- it's a good talking point when people come through the door because every time someone comes to the house and visits, um, like, they come in here and they sit here for ages watch, looking at all my Elvis memorabilia. It's like, what's this? What's that? And I'm like, oh, you know, it's this, that. Do you have all his movies? Yeah. or? Um, yeah, I've got them all on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's quite a collection because you made a lot yeah. of movies. Yeah, I think it was 30-something. So um, if you count the two, I think it's Elvis on tour and Elvis, that's the way it is, documentaries. That sort of oh. rounds it out sort of thing. But, yeah, uh, I've got them up there. What is your favorite Elvis movie? Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. I was thinking about this the other day, and I came to a conclusion, and... Gosh, what was it? I think King Creole is a good one. It's one it's, of his um, first. It's, yeah, one of his very early ones, black and white. It's got Walter Matthau in it. Yep, man. Does he play? Isn't that? Yeah. He plays like a boxer or oh. a gangster or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's a really, yeah, it's just a lot of raw energy from Elvis. It's really well scripted and shot beautifully it's a real um, movie it, as opposed to it's a real movie <laughs> yeah and he sings and stuff but it it, it kind of just feels King right yeah exactly. <laughs> and then like at the start of that film i think there's this really good scene where he's at the window and he's singing crawfish and there's a lady on on a horse and cart just going down the road and she's singing back to him and it's really it's really beautiful um, but my other my other favorite Elvis film it's a bit corny is uh, Viva, Viva Las Vegas. What a shock! I just you know I'm shocked to hear that. 
But, um, I just like I just like the chemistry between him and Anne Margaret. Oh yeah, really Anne Margaret's cool. awesome. Oh, she's amazing, and she she sings in this one as well, which is really rare for any Elvis film. No one else. Really yeah, sings. no, she, she's she's she's, she's, she's very talented. Yeah, she's very talented. She's a real deal. Um, yeah, yeah, it's sort of really good good vibe going on there. One of his does he make a, a few films where he's a racer, race car driver? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think every film. Every, <laughs> it's, it's either he's that pilot, he's, he's, he? he's either in a speedboat or he's on a horse. Oh, but he's a pilot <laughs> in some of them or something. Yeah, pilot probably. Uh, yes, there's one where he just hops on a helicopter and just flies yeah. over Hawaii, you know, just, and just starts singing, you know. Like, yeah, and you start hearing his guitars and. Well, there's some there's some film the where he's on a bus and he's singing out the window and. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Always singing. It's it's a ride on the back of a truck. Yeah, and yeah. it's always like you know, it could be a song about meatloaf. You know. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. It. So it's really bad, really bad, <laughs> really bad things like yeah, meatloaf or just yeah, just strange food that you're like, oh okay. It's yeah, it's like weird. okay. Yeah. But, it's sold. It's sold back in the day. Okay, yeah. fair enough. You made but money when he when he was really on. He was really good still. But, he was, but yeah, yeah but yeah. he was. Just, the movies are just like, oh, if you saw terrible. those, you'd be like, what? Yeah, really bad. But um, yeah. So they're they're two two of my favorite, and you know, I like um, is, that, is it wild wild in the country? It's like a western, I think. And he plays you, a you would, you would know Native American one. Yeah, it's that's quite good. I feel like that was um. Kind of all singing, all singing, all dancing. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, that, I don't think that one. I'm trying to think if that one was as well. I'm not sure, but there's like there's two westerns that he did, he did. I think it was Wild in the Country, and then later on in his career, he did the Charo, where he oh. grew out a beard and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched that one go. It's you could see he was trying to do something really subtle and just like very subtle as an actor and trying to do something in his eyes and play it cool, but it it just didn't get there. And he didn't sing at all in the film, and it was just really. It was a really bad film. Like some of the supporting actors, like the bad guy and the sheriffs in the town, were really like they must have been guys from theatre or just like really good bit players, you know, like really, really good actors. But it was, it was this crazy story where he used to be a part of some wild west gang and he went away and they were after him. But what happened was the gang that he was in they they stole some. Um, confederate gold canyon from mexico or something and sure. they were shipping it across the country and they were trying to you know the sheriffs and the, the rangers are trying to get these guys and then elvis comes in and you know tries to stop them and you know be the big man but yeah it just and they, yeah at the end of the, the the movie these bad guys have got this cannon and they're, they're firing you know cannonballs into this town and the town's blowing up and everyone's <laughs> running away he's, he's there trying to save them but yeah he didn't he didn't quite Work. You know, make yeah. hit the mark with his um. You can see he was trying to do something, but it just didn't get there. Didn't he do um? No, love me tender in a in a western. Yeah, that was a that was the first. Well, yeah, that's true. That's that was his first movie. Yeah. Okay. Love me tender. Yeah. Yeah. Originally there was going to be no singing, but then they sort of potential of him singing and you know selling records and stuff and all that. So yeah, they yeah they made that happen. You got to have got to yeah. have a song. Yeah. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, it's. I would have liked to have seen him do some interesting things, like in his career where he he didn't sing and was yeah. more serious roles to see. But you know, whatever. There is that. There is that myth that he was meant to. Well, it's not a myth. It was true. He was meant to do a Star Is Born with Barbara Streisand um, in the seventies. Um, they approached him, obviously, to do that. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see him in yeah. that role. 
Um, Probably would have worked quite well. So let's get it back a little bit back to Australia. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> film reviews. We do we do uh, film reviews uh, as well. Um, Come on, Monday. Uh, trophy unlocked. Yes. Dot trophy yes. unlocked. Um, unlocked. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, a lot of people read those. But anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you traveled around a lot of Australia. Did you? Was there a favorite? Was Brisbane your favorite part? I mean, what or was there? Um, gosh, with all the travels, I felt like there was parts in New South Wales, like so the state underneath Queensland where Brisbane is, um, like in the country there, like along the rivers, like along Nan River in particular. There's a beautiful uh, stretch of river there that we stayed in a national. I think it was a national park that we stayed there for a few nights, a week or so maybe. But that was like one of these things. Like it was. You pay a couple of dollars just to stay there and you just you've got amenities that you can use and mm. um but yeah nice and quiet had like a really picturesque sort of mountain view and this rushing sort of rapidy type river that was that was beautiful it was nice just out in the elements you know just how kangaroo. far you wake wake up in the morning there was kangaroos and stuff so, wow yeah you gotta watch out for them don't you I mean... no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no they're fine how far west did you go west yeah sorry Australia, so, east and um, west. Yeah, yeah. How far west yeah, yeah. did you go in Australia? Oh, I'd like to Western Australia. Or I don't know. Like just... we, yeah. Well, we didn't. We didn't venture over that far. Okay. We sort of just went sort of south and sort of maybe north. So okay. we haven't done the western side of us, like Western Australia, which Perth really is over there, to. isn't it? Apparently. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, <laughs> we don't know much. We don't know what happens over there, to be honest. Uh, it's in <laughs> a different time zone. And, yeah, and it's also yeah, like a, yeah. there's a big part of Australia that's. You know, like yeah, like it's a huge chunk. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's got. Lo- it, yeah, I've been there before. It's Perth is a lovely city. It's got lovely. Um, yeah, it's got lovely parklands, and there's a there's a really nice park that you can go to and it overlooks the whole city of Perth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the America's Cup ones are there. Ones did they? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, it's got a lovely coastline and beaches and stuff. Got it's apparently got really good wineries, um, mm-hmm. beaches. Um, yeah, got a lot of, it's got a lot of mining and stuff there. It's a lot of good history. Um, I think it's... Do you know the guy on YouTube called Aussie Man? Aussie Man Reviews? Do you, have you heard of him? No, sorry. No, you I should look him up. Have him. you? He's yeah. heard of him. He, he lives in Perth. Um, that's where he's from. That's where he does his show from. So huh. he, um, he's a funny He's a funny, funny guy. So it's kind of like yeah. different... I mean, it sounds like that's sort of isolated from... Civilization, I, or I, mean, what? I don't think it's ice at all. You can catch a, you can catch a plane to go there, but just, I don't, you know, not. Um, I haven't been there much, so I don't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Like, I've got a friend that lives there that I talk to sometimes, but yeah. I and then, is it what's on the southwest of Australia? Down, down the way. So yeah. What is you've that? Got, you've got Adelaide down uh-huh, the okay. bottom, and then. You go over to Melbourne, and then you go up around to Sydney. Canberra, I thought that was the that was on the east side. So Sydney. Yeah. One time oh, yeah Sydney. Uh, Sorry, I'm, not, I'm saying yeah. If you go around, Sydney's on the east side. Yeah. 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 So you, what's yeah. on the southwest yeah. side? What is that? And Perth is south is uh, west north, right? Yeah. What's, uh, what's... So yeah, uh, Adelaide and Melbourne basically. Yeah. Down okay. There. All right. Yeah, and then you got Tasmania, sort of. But you you refer to as the. Uh... <laughs> Overseas? No, you, you refer to it as the uh, a hole of Australia or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Tasmania is great. Like, Tasmania is um, 
That's not what you said. Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it seems like it is in the you know of the world, but it's it's a lovely um, it looks- it's a lovely lovely picturesque place. It's, it's untouched and it's like it's very um, yeah. hypnotic and tranquil. There's some interesting um, there's an interesting mountain called Cradle Mountain there, and there's um yeah, this is an interesting um like yeah, just vegetation and um landscapes that it's you don't see on mainland australia at all it's did you go did very, you go there in your travels not on our travels i've been there a couple of times before and explored around but yeah not not in our travels okay one thing to put on the bucket list yes um yeah. we should wrap this up let's so we go back yeah. to uh angry fred and yes gary the gorilla special yes. kickstarter starting next yeah. week yeah so next, Type it again. next friday next friday um November 11th, I'm launching Fred and Gary Volume 1. So the collection of um, Instagram comics that is in paper form in this 64-page book. It's lovely. You can get that with a bunch of other cool rewards. Including you're going to hand draw something? I'm going to hand draw something. Yep, very specially going to hand draw a really awesome-looking Fred versus Gary, you know, Godzilla versus Kong-esque type drawing, which people can grab. Um, and so if you go to my website, angryfredcomics.com, I've got on the, the main page of that first page you come to, I've got a button. You can click and go to the Kickstarter and That's follow and get notified. Or And when it launches, you can go there as well. Same okay. Link. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And sure. uh, if people want to find out more about you, they go to angryfred.com. Yes. Angryfredcomics.com. Head over there and you can buy my previous comics like Angry Squad 1 and 2 in print form and in digital. Um, and you can get a bunch of like things like t-shirts um, and yeah, learn a bit about me and my dad. So yeah. And so you've got a special fifth five-timer t-shirt you're wearing now, which is yes. not available for sale anywhere. No, That's the this only is one. unique. Yes. This is unique. This will be worth something one day. I will flip it on um, eBay or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's not a sixth timer shirt so that it's not so if i come on this we'll We'll go broke if we keep coming on the show Uh, (laughs) no but we wanted to do something special you are the first one to be on five times even though you don't remember it (laughs) it hurts a little i appreciate it guys i appreciate it thank you so much for having me on five times it's like i think that's a world record for me being on something for five times and anything well we'll have you back probably next year some point yeah I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm gonna create a show, and you guys are gonna be the first guests on it. So, 100. percent I mark my word. Hold oh, me to we will. Okay. <laughs> When's the show? When's the show? When's the show? <laughs> Every day. Ah! <laughs> right. So until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins, and you've been on the air with Power Squared. Mm-hmm.